Hi everybody, you're listening to Survival Guide. We're gonna figure it out. You just blew through the fucking thing. That's too loud. What's up, Michael? Yo, Patrick. What's up, man? Doing good. I didn't ask. You didn't anything. ask. You just said you were doing I, good. I, sometimes it's like that's like when we go out, and sometimes I'll tell people I'm having the best night of my life. Yeah, you do that all I the time. I do it all the time. You get, well, it's so fun, and everyone looks at you like, I mean, really? Like, the, but it just gets the energy. We're at a bar, and he, I don't know, slowly drank a beer. Like, well, not even slowly. Like, he drank a beer at like an average. Like, and then, like, finished it and said, I'm having the best day of my life! Yeah, man, it's like, keep it going, keep it up. And I actually, I kind of am. Uh, Kanye dropped his album. Yeah, how, I, have you listened to have it? Have you listened to it? I have not listened did to it. Did you know he dropped it? I did. Okay, cool. I'm familiar with Donda, right? You're on tw- uh, Donda, yeah. Donda? You're on Twitter. What? What's the Twitterverse saying about it? Oh, they're saying that white guys love it. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it. I like it. Well, I feel like there's, I feel like there's a lot of white Kanye fans. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah well, there, there definitely is. I mean, what is it? My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. White guys love that. It, as much as uh, ants marching, it, it is. It's also a white guy. You got, you, you got ants marching. It's ants marching. Power. And then my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. You got them right next to each other. I think it is a little bit of a meme, but there are a lot of, uh, I don't know, but. Yeah, I listen to it. I really like it, and uh, I think the production's fun. It's got a, like a religious slant, which I think some people bash, but it's like I can connect as much with that as like people rapping about crack house. Like <laughs> well, he was at Soldier Field, wasn't he? he? Well, I didn't go. I had improv. And yeah, he he built the full uh, he built the full church. He had a house it? or like a, a church, or like a replica. And Marilyn Manson was there for that, some reason. That's crazy. He because he has a lot of allegations out right. Yeah, now. which was an odd choice for Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye just put out the feelers like, hey, I would have been hey, warm in Chicago. <laughs> Who's in Chicago? Who wants to come hang out? He's gonna get Marilyn Manson. And uh, the original cast of Billy Elliot. And then it's Limp Biscuit. And Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Was it Fred Durst? Fred Durst, the murderer. <laughs> is he murder somebody? No, Fred, but there's also a Fred Durst. Or who's the Durst that killed? What is it? Oh, Robert Durst. Robert Durst. I'm Robert Durst, yeah. and he speaks like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny that you mentioned what is it like? Because <laughs> I that like the, the the crack rap thing. Yeah. I watched there's this video of this Canadian kid, like this really okay. white Canadian kid yeah, yeah, yeah. that I saw rapping today, and he was talking about how like he's got sick flow, but he doesn't need to rap about being from the streets or like smoking crack. Is it like a meme? No, it wasn't. He was like actually like rapping, like it was like this Canadian kid. He wasn't trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to say, like, look at me, I'm white, and he's wearing, like, a sweater vest in one of the things, yeah. and was, like, trying to be like, ha, huh, I can still rap like the rest of you, I just don't need to put on this facade, which I thought was odd. Yeah, I think that's weird. I think that there's, it's like, that's like nerdy stuff, right? It is. It's like kind of a nerd person. What is it, the, the, the nerdcore, nerdcore hip-hop? Well, that's more like someone rapping about Pokemon. 
Which yeah. I feel like only exists because of YouTube. You know what I mean? No label would ever pick up no. on <laughs> No, you're not going to get A sample hip-hop song about Pokemon. What was it? Young Money is not going to be picking up. Or is the Young Money even a label? Young Money's a label, yeah. Okay, good. I, that, they're <laughs> not really doing I, I don't know. It's like, I think it's owned by, like, I don't know. I think Birdman or, like, and then Lil Wayne was on it. Nicki Minaj. Drake <laughs> was on I think Drake was Young Money. Yeah. You know, isn't Young Money pipping, picking up nerdcore hip-hop? Yeah, they, that's why. It's like those things only exist because of YouTube. It's like Minecraft compilations. You wouldn't watch that on NBC. Or you know what? You know what else is? You know what I find crazy? What? These people that will go on YouTube and just put funny tweets. Like they'll be like, ah, Johnny Boy reacts. And it's like, hey, what's going on? I'm Johnny Boy here. Hit that like and subscribe. Today I'm reacting to funny tweets. And then they'll put a tweet up. Well, I think what's frustrating with those, I know you're talking about where they'll just comment on the tweet or well, the video of them laughing at yeah, the tweet. It's them laughing at they'll, they'll read the tweet aloud and they're like, what? What? Oh my God. I well, what? also it has like a million views. Yeah. Like he's and, paying rent off those videos. Well, it's because he's content aggregating. He's taking a bunch of content that isn't his and aggregating it in one place. So it's digestible to people. I'll tell you this. there, Like I could never do something like that because I feel like, and I'm not saying I'm like, some hoity-toity whatever, bro. You yeah, know you're what I mean? improviser like, in Chicago. Right. I'm not some, like, higher power on the beans of art. I don't even know, like, any paintings. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't even know any. If you show me a painting, I wouldn't even I know, know it. I wouldn't even know, like, what it is. Oh, like, you walked you into the... explain to me people using paint. You walked into the Louvre and you pointed at the Mona Lisa and said, who's that broad? I'm like, why is she moving? And talk like it's a TV. What is it? Who's that broad? Why is everyone so interested in her? Right. It, well, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't really know, like, that type of stuff. So, what am I saying? Well, all I'm trying to say is, like, I'm not so, – so, but that is the lowest level of, like, creativity. But if I didn't care about putting out anything, like, that had uh, merit or, like, it was anything substantial. Like, if I didn't give a shit – I would put out stuff like that because you just make money. Like if you're using creativity as purely a business, right? And there, yeah, people like that have to be. They're not concerned about the quality or the integrity of their art when they're commenting on whatever. When they're sitting there laughing at a tweet that was like, uh, that was like, oh, I, the only tweet I can think of right now is my what? own viral tweet of Italian oh Beyonce. Oh my god! Yeah, was that on a YouTube video? <laughs> I bet it was. I don't. I didn't see one, but I bet somebody was like, it's a me, Italian Beyonce. I sing of the halo, the love is so right on top. Like that would right. be, that would be something. And then they would say it, and they'd be like, the love is so right on top. <laughs> Oh my god and then they and would I, move on to the next one yeah and i'm not saying that all this any type of creativity or anything you put out has to be this like higher level fucking whatever right um but i'm saying if you're someone that doesn't care about it that's the route to go i feel like there's so many avenues to make money through like creative endeavors that are just like like kid stuff you know what i mean oh yeah that's why like you could be i don't know man you could be an animator for the mickey mouse club and just cash a check but that's I mean there's certain art I think there's more art in being an animator for the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse than there is for content aggregating is that a real thing content yeah. aggregating it's like well it's like, like it's, it's a form of content aggregation where they'll take a bunch of stuff that people already made and just put it in one place and claim it as their own it's like fuck Jerry was a content aggregator well I heard he stole just a bunch of shit that's what well that's exactly oh, that's what, what it, it is, is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying yeah that's what it is it's just that yeah you. I mean you piss off a lot of creators because like I mean if you're a creator if you make something that's really funny that like goes big but consumers don't care exactly consumers don't care the creators do Right, 100%. Like, the consumer base, but at what point is now everyone a creator? 
what you know what I mean? There's such a so much being constantly consumed, and I feel like the consumer base has turned itself into the the also the creation base, right? There's a, you're constantly giving, receiving, producing consuming like it's non-stop man capitalism really bro sick, man with the it wheels is. of capitalism uh, are turning yeah, it is and we're just cogs in that machine well i mean at a certain point you the the political system of youtube where you there's it's voting right like you yeah are voting with your likes that this is what you like so apparently if enough people like it send them a million dollars that's why these people have had crazy eyes like you see the videos they make and i'm like how many prank shows are there? Well, this is what I find insane about those, like, that, like, David Dobrik, like, groups of people who get together. Like, there's one... Okay, I have to stop you. You can't tell me that you and, like, 20 of your homies, 20 friends, just hanging out, living in a house together wouldn't be the best time. And just making money and, like, having brand deals well, and just, like, course. cars. That Anyone would awesome. love that. Yes. Anyone... I mean, first of all, David Dobrik is a terrible person. Just, just for I don't keep up on it. I don't know. Yeah, but if he is. I, I also don't want to like try and take the middle ground on some of this. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, you, don't, you don't know anything about it, so you don't have to. I think you don't have to make a comment about it because you don't. Okay, you don't know the facts about it. Well, I think maybe I should make a blind comment. Like I, <laughs> hey, I'm pretty unaware of the situation, but I'm gonna side with the, the, the university. <laughs> uh but yeah, but I'm more talking about like there was this family that was their whole thing was they were like these uh, these YouTube families, okay, right? Yeah, yeah. They get on there, they talk about being from YouTube. They're like, they're like, this is our family. We're gonna go, and it is insane how many times in each of their videos they ask for money from people. So it's like a fam in each. So it's like, uh, can you imagine being raised in a family where you're constantly like in front of a camera? Think about all the screwed up things that have happened or the toxicity of growing up like a Britney Spears or a Justin Bieber. And then you, you do it on like a micro scale where you're constantly in your home. Yeah. Where you should have the most privacy <laughs> in your home, constantly like having to be put on or like put a performance on or be performative. And all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> you can't even eat like spaghetti, right? Right, right. Yes. Every family meal. It's like, God, can we just like do something else can we put the camera down dad well it's the same thing it's like a family video except the family video is making millions of dollars do you have family videos oh yeah do you well i i think i we probably grew up in a time where family videos were in like almost starting to become in almost every household i feel like but like now i feel like every occurrence is probably on a family video right because you just have your iphone it's like hey you're constantly taking pictures and videos right yeah. i mean if i had a kid i'd be constantly videotaping them For yeah sure it, it's so accessible now yeah, but we came from the time where it was started to become like accessible, but it wasn't phone accessible. Yeah, it was accessible to have it, but not to use it all the time. Exa yeah, exactly. So we I, like when I when we've gone back and seen it, it's been like snapshots. Yeah. From various points right. over like a it's, year. Yeah, it's like twenty seconds at Christmas, and then twenty seconds. Well, I don't know. It's like you know what I mean. There's like you get a lot of bullshit in there, and that's not really I, I my family likes to watch home movies right yeah i don't really get into it i i've lived it you know what i mean that was part it's like have you ever like you've done maybe a couple shows in a row or like you've been doing shows for like three whatever and then you get home and they're like all i want to do is watch like breaking bad or something like i'm not here to i don't want to turn on super bad yeah after you know what i mean being around comedy yeah, exactly 
what does that have to do with family videos? <laughs> oh, I've lived it. I was there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I blew out the candles at my own birthday. You know what I mean? I, I lived it through my own lenses. Well, this is what I find ridiculous about this home video thing, right? There's, there's almost this boom of home videos because of cameras on phones. Yeah. Because cameras are everywhere. Uh, America's Funniest Home Videos? Is that still going on? I think it's gone now. It should be bigger than ever. Well, I think it was replaced by... Like, ridiculousness and Tosh Boyo. And... What's the human soup one? Where, uh, <laughs> the human soup one? Yeah. Are you watching a cannibal show? They, I think it might have been on IPTV. Iowa Public Television. Yeah, that one. Human soup. You were watching some, some Wayne's World. Some dude in his basement <laughs> called, just like, this is the human soup show. And, and it's, it's him sitting. It's, it's, it's one of those, like, cartoonish, like, on a Nickelodeon show, you'd see, like, a cartoonishly large uh, cooking pot. And it's a man sitting in the cooking pot like it's a hot tub but it's like full of tomatoes and potatoes and shit <laughs> hey, welcome back. human soup welcome back to human soup that could be a first we feast show like hot ones like on the same and, one that it, and you have george clooney drinking out of your bath water yeah well it's, it's everyone you're fun. like welcome to human soup and it's some like i don't know, big big hairy guy i feel like the host has to be some big hairy guy yeah, else yeah, no yeah. one would watch it yeah and he goes and he's him interviewing people in this tub of soup yeah, and they make them drink out of it. <laughs> They're like, I want to see the uncomfortable faces on everyone who has to go eat, drink the human soup. Well, I would, and you're sitting there, you're, you're like basking in almost like the salt, grease water. Well, let me ask this. You walk up, you you know how at like festivals or something, they have the go army shit and they see like how many pull-ups can you do or how long can you hold on the bar? What, you mean like army recruitment tactics? Yeah, what did I call it? Go <laughs> army bullshit? Go <laughs> <laughs> so army recruit yeah you know how you go to like the state fair and they have a go army booth and it's like how long can you hold on to the thing and then if you do it like 10 seconds then they're like you know what? we should send you out to, to yeah. the war uh but instead of that you walk up to the fair and it's the human soup and <laughs> you, you like you're like hey come try the human soup if you can tell what vegetables are in it you get a hundred bucks and you have people drinking humans that would be like a violation i'm sure no that would be a health code violation because once again you have to have if it's a human soup you'd have to have the big hairy guy I, yeah. in the tub of soup and then you're like all right close your eyes here's the blindfold and then the big hairy guy takes a ladle out from the side and scoops it into a bowl for you and you better hope that none of his hair gets into well, the soup i don't even like them using in a ladle I like you it's like a you, everyone can get their spoons in, and you eat it straight <laughs> you, you from give them a spoon and my you human gotta, bath you gotta decide on what soup it is <laughs> yeah you have to test what soup it is I think that is a winning or you know what you could even do it like the the popcorn where it's three different and you have three different types of dudes in three types of soups <laughs> in one pot you know the popcorn you divider to, yeah it's like that's like caramel cheddar yeah Garrett's popcorn you have three types of dudes in three types of soups and you can have you pay, can either pay like ten dollars for one soup or you can pay eighteen dollars and you get unlimited from all three soup poles <laughs> and you get unlimited if you don't pay anything you can just try one of the soup and you have to guess which bowl <laughs> and if you're right you get to go to war you have to guess send you to war you have to guess which soup came from which man yeah oh that's a good thought too which uh, soup what does this man taste like yeah you're like like okay okay take a first take a think of this first thing of soup all right which one of these men was from this first soup and you have to guess and if you get it right they send you off to war i'm trying to think of a way that you could guarantee the public wouldn't be drinking piss well you just tell them not to pee well Okay, hey, easier said than done. Because you don't want them getting out of the soup in order to go to the bathroom because that destroys the allure of the man in the soup. 
If you see it, that's like seeing Santa Claus out of his uniform. Wait, <laughs> what? You think that the Lord of the Soup that there's almost a film in front of him, like like a like a mascot film, and the man getting the big hairy man getting out of the the big cauldron of soup is like him taking off the mascot uniform. I think it's more like what's on the bottom half, like what's under all that soup. The mystery, the mystery is the bottom is, half is is like the bottom. Because if you're sitting in a tub of soup, right, and you're it's like a hot tub. Maybe your nipples are out, your shoulder, your shoulders are out, and your arms are up on the side, right? You sit there, and part of the fun is, like, what kind of, like, what's the rest of his man look like? It's a barrel man if, conundrum. Right, right. It's like if he gets out of the soup, it destroys the allure. You, It's like it's like killing magic. It's like killing Christmas because you don't want to see – it's like seeing a teacher at the grocery store. I like my teachers to be in the classroom. That's where the, I'm most comfortable seeing them. If I see a soup man walking around, it's almost jarring. It you're feels like, weird. You're like, that man was in a soup. That man, that well, man it's, was it's in like, a soup. Well, it's like if you see, like, you know, barrel men. men in, like, uh, I'm familiar just with Niagara Falls barrels. Well, well, I think some barrel men did go over Niagara Falls, but they're just men. There's also just, well, is this, or is this like the people who wore barrels of shirts? Yeah. And what then, was that for? Was that functional? I, I think it might have been because they were poor. But when no I, way that was real. But when I was in high school, we had something called the Barrel Man, and every and each senior year there'd be a new Barrel Man because it was a senior, and at every sports game he'd come with the barrel and he'd wear it. Yeah, and no the, pants, no pa- Well, so that was that was part of the allure. Of Dude, it. can you imagine if you were, went naked in a barrel? All the uh, uh, what's it called where you get a little stick in your hand? The, the splinters? Yeah, how many splinters you get up and down your backside? Well, it was a plastic barrel. It wasn't like a... Oh, it wasn't like a real wooden barrel? No, it was it was like a plastic barrel that you might store, like, I don't know, like gas in. Or like Gasoline? Yeah. What? Did it look like a barrel? Oh, oh, it, it, oh, oh. Was it like a blue, like, drum? It was like a drum. Yeah, similar to like a Not blue... Not like a wooden except it was barrel. More, yeah, except it was more shaped. It was like a blue drum, but it was more shaped like, like a barrel. Like a barrel. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, but it was plastic, and I think he, I hopefully, I think he was wearing underwear underneath. That's what I'm saying. But he was, he wasn't wearing a shirt, and it doesn't, it didn't look like he was wearing pants. And oh, you was, never checked? Well, I I'll did. tell you, man. I the first, if I saw someone in a barrel, the first thing I do would, would be check and be like, are you wearing pants? You know, what's going on? Well, I didn't talk. Well, to you the didn't kid. ask to barrel. Well, no, the barrel, the barrel man, my year. Oh, the was cool. Well, he <laughs> he bullied me when I was in elementary school. Oh, Michael! And Damn want, it, man! And, I didn't know. I should have kept my mouth shut. And I didn't want any part of that barrel man. You got you got skunked on, dude. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I was. I, I think I kind of deserved it. As really, thing. I was an odd kid. I was this odd little kid who the the reason why people liked me because I was because in fifth grade I wrote this funny story about dragons. Yeah, <laughs> and that was it. People and I made these kids laugh. That was it. That was like that was when I decided. Oh, I gotta be. I guess I gotta be funny to get people to like me. Yeah, because before that I was sitting there. Playing... And now it's ruined your psyche. Yeah, now <laughs> I'm messed up because I'm like, dude, I don't have anything else going for me. <laughs> I'm five foot six. I'm sweaty. Are you five? Six? Yeah, you could lie. It's radio. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they they don't know. For as far as you, as far as you know, I could be a six eleven giant he's man. He's not. He's not. He's not. Don't. I didn't know you were five six though. Yeah, I don't even know what to think about that. Heights. I never even think about height. Well, do, 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 what would you think about it? Like if you see a five six man walking down the road, uh, nothing. I'm like that's an, that's another person. I you guess say that's, I don't that's... even think of. I don't see people as tall and short. I see everyone as six two, like me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I usually just see people as tall. Like really? If somebody, well, if somebody's like really tall, then I'm like, oh, that guy. Well, if somebody's yeah. six feet or over. I can, I can. I'm usually like, oh, that's a tall boy. Yeah, it's all man, man a grown ass man. Yeah. Which, which sometimes I get like I'm curious about how they would view me, because there's not many men that are shorter than me. Like I occasionally we'll see one, but it's almost like a. Yeah, I don't. I don't even. That's the thing, man. Like you. I feel like I notice when I don't know. I don't even care. But I see you the same as me, man. I don't think of you any less. I don't think of you as like lesser than or small. Wow, you're a true ally in the height wars, mm-hmm. aren't you? I hope you remember that when you take over. <laughs> when all the short people take over. Some of the most powerful people have been short, angry men. Really? Like who? Uh, Napoleon. Napoleon was five seven. He was taller than me. <laughs> Who, who I can't even uh, the the uh, the height impaired man from uh, Jackass. <laughs> Hasbula, you familiar with? Was that? that his name? No, Hasbula is the. What about the guys from Star Wars who ran all the robots? <laughs> who ran all the robots? Yeah, inside from the inside. Those were just stormtroopers, and they were regular okay, size. Fine, what about the little bear people? The Ewoks. Yes, I guess those were. Well, those were those guys were purposefully tiny. Yeah, it was written in. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like I don't know. Like uh, I didn't really see them as being small. I just saw them as being bear people. I don't. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I don't see them as no, bear anything. I just see them as little bears. Just, well, not little bears, just bears that are wearing you just funny see them as clothes. bears. In fact, you, if you saw one next to a regular grizzly bear, you'd be scared for your life because there'd be just two bears next to each other. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Have you ever seen a bear? Oh uh, yeah. At Philmont? No, I've never been to Philmont. I know, I know. Yeah, that's I, just because that's where I saw mine. Uh, no, up in Denver all the time. Like, not in Denver, like in the mountains. Silver oh, at your mountain house? Yeah. Clooney's neighborhood? Clooney, it's not Clooney's neighborhood. It's Sandra Bullock's neighborhood. But that's, Is it really? Yeah. Well, Fuck you. Well, she Sneak bought, it in any chance well, you well, get. Well, she has, that's funny. She has a much nicer place up high. Oh, oh, wait. Sandra Bullock, the <laughs> Academy Award winning actress, or actor. I don't even know if she actually won an Academy she Award. Did, for she did. For The Blind Side. For The Blind Side? Yeah. Oh, what a good movie. Has a nicer house than Michael in the mountains. <laughs> and it's not even technically her house. It's her parents' house. What? She bought the house Are her for parents her parents. Voted? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. she bought the house for her parents. Yeah. So, yeah, but, yeah, there's, there's a big issue with these bears getting into the trash cans. If I had the means, I think I'd buy my parents a hot air balloon. <laughs> not a mountain house. Because just the look on their faces when they have to try and, ex- like, say thank you for a hot air balloon that they now have to provide upkeep or like put somewhere like what an unconventional unhelpful gift you know i've never met your dad but i bet if you gave him a hot air balloon he would rip into you i don't think he'd rip into me i think he would just be disappointed in me (laughs) (laughs) just because i like it's just like he missed the mark missed the mark again (laughs) Oh, Pat. Oh, Pat. Uh, yeah, I just, I mean, the idea of, I, I think it'd be hard for anyone to be angry at a gift, right? I don't, I think it would be hard for me to be angry at someone trying to be thoughtful. But the low level of thought it takes for you to think that your parents want a hot air balloon is almost offensive. <laughs> it is, it's shocking. I think, it, I think you're right. It's shocking. Like the fact that you're, like like you it's it's well it's when you give like somebody like a present and they don't exactly know how to react to it or like when you get a present like my grandma gave me a lot of presents that i haven't really wanted yeah i 
I think I've always been pretty fortunate. I don't think I've ever gotten anything. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I'm fortunate in all aspects of life. That includes height. <laughs> yeah, so I actually, I, no, I, I'm going to talk about this grandma story because okay, I, I legitimately did get a did get one that I almost made me start crying. What out of out of what emotion? Sadness. Okay, let's. Well, it's it. I was like 12, 13. And like like my little cousins open up their gifts first, and they get a ripstick, like a sick ripstick, da da da. And I open up my present, I'm like, sick. What's it gonna be? It's a pair of purple High School Musical pajamas. And that made you cry. Yeah. Because you didn't like them so much. Well, it's I was like 13. Well, I'll tell you this, dude. I remember the night High School Musical came out, and I remember the countdown on Disney Channel, and me and my cousins and my brothers and sisters cheering and dancing and clapping when that clock struck zero in High School Musical. I saw High School Musical for the first time. I would lie to you. It wouldn't. I would. I couldn't lie and say that I wasn't excited for High School Musical. Now, purple pajamas are tough. Yeah, I was so I was jazzed about High School Musical when it came out. Were you out, too? I, I had two sisters. I was the middle child of yep, two sisters. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, but you and I. Th- but you know what? When you're 13, and you look over, and your cousins get something really cool, and everyone's opened up their cool gifts. Wait, what did your cousins get? They got ripsticks. Oh wait, wait, wait. Your other guy cousins. Yeah. What did the girls get? Did the girls all get High School Musical? So I, I don't. I don't have that many. Uh, Girl cousins on that side. Okay, what'd your sisters get? Uh, they got High School Musical pajamas. Right. But here's the kicker: one of their their pairs were one was black and one was white. So you're the only one who got the traditionally gendered color of purple. Yeah. Uh well, yeah, my my question is, um, maybe your mom said, "Hey, your grandma asked your mom, like, what is Michael like?" And you know what? You she saw how jacked up you got about High School Musical, and they weren't aware of the implications of. Uh, mockery or, or silliness that don't, would go along with it. Don't put this on my mom. But, Do not put this on my mother because my mom, when she saw it, almost started laughing. Well, how does your mom, grandma even get that? I only say that because that's how I think my grandma would pick gifts, no. probably. Like, asking around or like, so you know what I mean? Someone who's intimate with the personal details of your life on a day-to-day basis. You're telling me that your mom... Thought it was fun. Maybe your mom planted it to no, get you. No, yeah, to prank you. It. Now this is a prank. You want to know exactly what I, I knew exactly what my grandma was thinking, especially what? as I've gotten okay, older. Tell me, tell me, and tell me. seeing the gifts she's given people. Yeah, she saw that there were probably three, like buy one, like buy two get one. Oh, free. you think it was a deal? I think there was a deal on them. I believe that. That's funny. Because that's something my grandma would do. She'd go to the store and she'd get like some stuff. She's got me on a deal, which has been great. Yeah. I got a huge pasta pot. Which she definitely got me for like for a deal. Yes. Which is fantastic. Like I, I know that she probably got that on a deal. But sometimes if you're buying someone a gift, maybe you don't go for the deal on the purple high school musical pajamas. I'll I, I agree. And I'll I'll tell you this. There in a it's pretty funny. We would open gifts and my grandma would give, you know, clothes pretty often. And on multiple occurrences multiple occurrences. My grandma has given the shirt that the person is wearing to them. <laughs> and that's always electric. I mean, that, that gets is... people jacked oh, up. Oh, well, that's awesome because, first off, you know they're going to like it. If they're just going to yeah. have two pairs now of you the have same two. shirt. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're like, what? No way. And everyone's pumped. Everyone's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You said that. Joe's wearing that right now. And especially after it like happens the third time, then yeah. you're like, this is insane. Yeah. You like get go out. That's those little 
things in life that don't happen to everyone that change your entire life. <laughs> I have Having one, two shirts. I do have one more gift yeah, that okay. my grandma gave me that is yeah. just meant. Like, she's given me, like, a myriad of gifts that are less than savory. But there's one more, which my friends from high school still bring up to me because I wore it to school one day because I thought it was so funny. Yeah, yeah, It was, I got this when I was, like, 16. And it was this hat. But it wasn't necessarily, it was, like, this Cubs hat. But it wasn't really a hat. It was a visor. It was like halfway between a hat and a visor. Okay. So wait, it, what does that mean? Halfway so, between you know, a hat and a visor. So like visors just have the strip. Yes. Right. Hats have it full over. Yeah. Imagine that it the hat only covers the front half of the head, and the back has nothing, and it's just a visor strip in the back. What would even be the purpose of that? <laughs> That's what we were so confused po- about. I can't even think of a world where that would be necessary. It's just, it was this Cubs hat, and we could not imagine, my friends could not imagine, like, what is this used for? Why is it half hat, half visor? A hundred percent. That's so bizarre. I mean, I can't even think of the function or the fashion. You know what I mean? Some people are like, oh, function over fashion or fashion over function. You know what I mean? Because heels hurt. Yeah. Uh, that hat is neither. <laughs> neither has fashion It's or like there was function. a mistake at the factory. I wore it for Fashion Faux Pas Day. You What's know, that? I bet oh, it, Fashion Faux. Okay, okay. I okay. bet it was a mistake at the factory, and I bet my grandma got it on sale. On sale, dude, yes. <laughs> at, like, a discount, like, uh, yeah, they botched this one. And they're like, oh, he's a Cubs fan. He needs some Cubs paraphernalia living out in, sh- living out, uh, in Denver. Ah, Stu, Let's... did you forget to put the backs on all these hats? <laughs> oh, Stu did it Send again. them out. The truck's here. All right, we'll put them on sale. <laughs> Feel the autumn spirit at McGinnon's Fall Funland. It's Kentucky Proud fun for kids of all ages. Pet some tiny goats in our petting zoo. They're experimentally small. Get lost in our corn maze modeled after the Battle of the Bulge. We've got period-accurate German soldiers wandering around. Make sure to stop by our gift shop to adopt a scarecrow. These things are jam-packed with human feelings. That's scientifically proven. We've ended up making too many of these silly suckers, and if you don't adopt, old Sue's gonna put him in the wood chipper. Uh-oh, this one's got hopes and dreams. This one wants to become a doctor. He's dumb, but he'll try. McGinnon's Fall Funland. Come make your family just a bit bigger. This week, we're surviving as scarecrows. <laughs> yeah, we're scaring crows. We're, it's a little spooky. Scarecrows are a little It is kind of like, uh, you know what? Fall is coming. It's upon us. And it has like a fall spooky vibe to scarecrows. It is. The chilled fall air is upon us here in Chicago. Well, not really, dude. It's like 85 degrees today. Yeah, but it's less hot. humid. It was way less yeah, humid yeah. than it was today. Than it, it was hot, dude. That's fine. I, yeah, it's cool. It's 85 degrees. Yeah, I mean, we're, what is it? We're chilling in a pumpkin patch. Yeah, this is being recorded in a uh, pit of dried corn kernels. <laughs> it was like, you ever been to like uh, the Lincoln Park Zoo? Yeah. Whenever during the fall? Yeah, I've only been once. They yeah, they have the full they have like a fall festival up. Yeah, I went and it was either too early or too late, and the whole thing looked like it was run down. Oh yeah, there's there's a certain point when you go into a corn maze and you can see all the way through. And you're like, oh, this corn's been tampered with this is somebody, oh, somebody tampered, tampered with, with this corn, corn. <laughs> go up to a worker at the zoo and be like 
Hey, sir, I th- I'm sitting here. I'm thinking someone's been tampering with your corn. Well, there's, like, there's I don't little, give it. She doesn't give a shit. Well, there's little paths going through it. Yeah, that's a fucking corn it's maze, corn, guy. Well, why would you be walking through a field of corn? Listen, there's only one reason to walk through a field of corn. That's to detassel. <laughs> that's to follow your dreams and play a baby baseball. <laughs> that's to, that's to, <laughs> to put out a baseball net. Did you ever have to detassel? No, I never had to detassel. Okay, me either, me either, me either. I would um, think, I mean, if, if anyone had the two of us, you'd be the most likely to detassel. I've oh just heard about God. it from friends. I, I was super fortunate because I don't, I think they grow a certain type of corn in my area that there isn't much detassel in. Like, it's big in, like, water, like su- more south Iowa. But um, that, that would have been a nightmare. I, I heard horror stories. You get up so early, and by the time you leave, it's so hot, but you're wearing, like, long sleeves because you don't want the corn husks to like touch your arms because they're thick enough and it's like you're walking through these big leaves you know yeah, and they'll sweat. cut you yep and it's like sweaty and it's hot and it's dude i i've heard horror stories i think it's the worst summer gig but you get paid insane apparently your arms are so tired too because you're I just bet. like in a tractor like pulling it all day tractor long. i heard a walking i do they do tr- ride along well from what ride alongs <laughs> Um, it's just a cop driving through a cornfield. It's a cop driving through the cornfield. All right, boys, rolling down the window. Doing a uh, what's it called where they try and take kids to prison to tell them it's bad? <laughs> scared straight. They're doing a scared straight driving through a cornfield. What you don't want to work a summer job? Let me show you what yeah. you're gonna be doing if you don't get your education you and start order. working now. Yeah. Uh, so what's your experience with corn or uh, scarecrows? Scarecrows? Yeah. Uh, I mean. There's the scarecrow from Batman. Okay, that's a big. Yeah. Uh, there is. I the mean, scarecrow from Oz, the dumb one. In yeah, the brains. It was the dumbass scarecrow. Little, little brains. Dumb boy. Yeah. Probably can't even solve math. No. Uh, it's probably five six. It's probably a little dumb. <laughs> I don't see height. Little dumb little boy. <laughs> little <laughs> scarecrow boy can't solve math. I feel like scarecrows are all pretty tall. Yeah, and the, uh, the big insult for tall people is call them scarecrow. Oh, you're fine. Tall. I think tall people, people as, ha- have been called that for centuries. Yeah, well, but I mean, as far as insults, height-based insults go. Well, what do people call you? What's a height-based insult against you? Little like short little dumb boy. I've never heard. Little that. boy. I get. You don't get called. I get called little boy all the time. From whom? Mostly by myself. <laughs> yeah, you. Oh yeah. I'm gonna say saying little boy. That sounds like you. What well, people come up to me like shorty, but the way they say it, they're like shorty and they'll push you. What's up, shorty? That's cool. That sounds cool, well, right? Well, they're not trying to hit on me. What's up, Shorty? They're not like, like that's what you call an attractive woman, an attractive broad. What's you... up, thick thighs? <laughs> what's up, thick thighs? That's what I say to you. What is it? Yeah, no, well, when people like insult you for being small, it's mostly because they're like trying to get into a fight with you. That's been really? my experience, yeah. And every time that's happened to me, they've been like, yo, what's like, yo, you want to go, sh- you want to go, little guy? You want to go short stack? They call you short stack? Yeah, I, I don't think so. That sounds like I feel a, like the only way to respond to someone insulting your h- height is saying "why I oughta." Oh, why like, I oughta? Yeah, old like nineteen twenties fights. Man, why do you like a little gangster like that? Yeah, Tunes yeah, gangster? exactly, exactly. Like a newsies gangster. Like, are oh. the newsies inherently gangsters, or were they just pushing paper? I think they were just like these little orphans running the streets of New York. Yeah, I've never seen it. Who needed a job? Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Extra, extra. You think it was just about that musical is just about them picking up a job? Yeah, it's just about it's about them working at. No, that's too Chicago. I don't think. Well, I mean, I bet there was Chicago newsies, but the New York newsies were New the York big ones. New York newsies were the big ones. Like, hey, my mother's here. I'd like to see the 
the ugly kids that they had hawking the Sun Times in Chicago. You know what I mean? Because they <laughs> they get all the prime kids, like all the best kids are doing the the uh, what do you call it? The, the New York or the, no, the, the, the Chicago, Chicago Tribune. Tribune. I almost said the Herald, but that's Boston doing the Tribune, and then the Sun Times gets all the scraps. The kids, you know, missing teeth. Well, that's what you give you to like the, the Sun Times. That's what you give to the pol- little Polish kids that just came over that can barely yeah. speak English. Yeah. Like, hello, paper, pa- I left the paper here, and everyone's like, ah, oh, stay away from me, Polak. Which would be that's a why the Sun Times has gone out of business. Yeah, because they, they don't. They, don't change their ways. <laughs> they're still they're still <laughs> Polish kids little running around Polish trying kids. to get people to buy papers. Um. <laughs> But so yeah, a scarecrow. Honestly, I've never even seen one in real life in action. I don't think. Maybe I think people keep scarecrows pretty close to their homes. It's not like you do every five yards in a, in a cornfield as a scarecrow, because that would be a nightmare. Driving by in like autumn, driving by a cornfield, and there's just people's faces every couple. You know what I mean? Well, couple just, steps. if you have like ten scarecrows and like a, like even like a like a like an acre, yeah. that's frightening. Because you that can look out there and you can just, it's almost like you can see people. And, well, that's the point of scarecrows, right? Well, I, you know what? Genuinely, that, we just explained what scarecrows are. Yeah, they're supposed the, to scare to crows. Make you think people are out into the cornfield. Yeah, I think, like, scarecrows, I think, are inherently scary because they're there to scare stuff. I'll tell you my my what sticks out in my mind the most when I think of scarecrows is the story Harold from, uh, I think it's called Harold, but uh, was it sc- scary from stories? scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Are you familiar? Oh, I'm familiar. Yeah. So it's a scarecrow who, uh, I think is, has the soul of a man. He has a full soul <laughs> and he gets angry cause he keeps getting the shit kicked out of him by the, the farmer and his sons. And the farmer has to go to another farmhouse and when the farmer's away, he ends up cutting the skin off of all his sons and baking it on the roof. And uh, the farmer comes back and he's like, that motherfucker, Harold, killed my sons. And he called, <laughs> well, Harold's the scarecrow. So he ended up being a murderer. And that's why I think he had the soul of a man. Because well, it, it takes a certain acclimate to hatred. <laughs> and that's what you can only his, find in the, in the soul of a in man. In the soul of a man. Well, I feel like that would be us. We well, we wouldn't. I wouldn't be skinning the people. Sons. I wouldn't be skinning people, but I'd be a scarecrow with a human soul. I'd be a scarecrow with a human soul too. I I wouldn't be the Batman villain scarecrow because he's kind of a fake scarecrow. Yeah, he's just using chemical warfare. Well, he's appropriating scarecrow culture. That's the big thing. Is he even? Yeah. In well, he's not sense? a scarecrow himself. He's a doctor. He's never. Oh. He's not a farmer. <laughs> Don't patronize me like I was watching Batman thinking the whole time, like, this farmer's got some fucking crazy tech. Yeah, where does this farmer get everything? Where does this farmer make all this stuff? <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I, I just think as a scarecrow, I would, with a human soul, it's got to be the boringest gig. So, I, I, it would, so you know uh, going postal, right, where I think in the 90s, postal workers had such a monotonous job. That they started like killing people that they worked with. I never heard. That's why that they before. say going postal. You know what postal? Like, no, going po- I've, you I've, never heard that. No, I've never heard that before. Like, damn, Mark went postal. No, never heard that before. Really? Yeah. Oh well, that's what it is. Postal workers had such a monotonous like job in a day with boredom that they would kill people. I guess at the post office. Oh Jesus Christ! Well, I don't even know if this is. I don't know. You know what I mean? This is all speculation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. That, like a scarecrow at a certain point you sit there just looking at birds all day it, like a scarecrow without a soul 
that eventually you're going to skin some sons. Well, that's what I'm I'm hoping that there's almost like back at the barnyard scenario. What's really, that? Familiar with the hit movie Back at the Barnyard? Is that where the cows are talking? Yeah, the cows are talking. They're they're playing pranks. Yeah. It's, it, it's a rowdy time. And but like they always go to the barn and in the barn is almost like a bar. It's like a saloon in there. Oh, okay. Like an infrastructure. Yeah, and I mean I mean if the like I feel like the animals want to hide that they're up and walking around as much as we do. Yeah. For sure. The an- so it would almost be fun to be friends with the animals. That's what I'm well, thinking. Most animals, crows are our till we die enemies. You no. Know what I mean always perpetually the enemy. That is it's in our name to be anti-crow. Right. It be it would be almost what's another example of <laughs> something that's in the name I, I can't even I don't know but yeah it's like it's in our name to hate crows it'd be crazy if we didn't yeah so we're not dealing with the crows but you know what I don't think we have to that's the whole point I think everyone we get all the we get the cows we get the chickens they're also cows and crows. chickens and if they're all friends with us they come out and they pick us up and we can go into the barn and I feel like in the barn we're alive and that's where we can dance. I'd love to see a dancing scarecrow. I think scarecrows are uh, ha, you, since their knees are not real and they don't have bones, it's all hay. That makes you a good dancer. Oh yeah, you can do some you can do some crazy dance moves. You can do the worm, you can do the... Well, you can do a bunch of dance moves. And you'd be the best dancer. Oh yeah. A pig can't dance is what I've learned. Have you ever tried to dance with a pig? No, I've never tried to dance with a pig. Um no, they, they just aren't very tall. You know what I mean? No, they got kind of stout legs. And their hooves are hard. They could cut you with their hooves. Yeah, they could. I I guess. I've never really been about around a pig. Really? I've seen Have one. you ever been to a pig race? No. <laughs> what? I've been to a pig race, but don't, before you're like this Iowa hick, this mother, this dumbass, it was in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, okay. It's, it's another type out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, those, yeah. At, it's like they say, like, sweet, sweet. And they have these pigs run around a track, and they're incredibly fast. Do they play that, like, that... I, you know what? I think they probably did. Is that Yakety Sax? Maybe. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, that's Yeah, they play Yakety Sax. Yeah. But I do think... I think we could have a little Saturday Night Fever thing going on here. Where we hang out with all the animals? Yeah. Like, it's like Toy Story, but it's literally like Back to the Barnyard. Yeah. But you introduce a new character of the Scarecrow. Yeah, we're the Scarecrows, and everyone's... At first, when we walk in, everyone's like... These guys are kind of spooky. These people look like humans. These people, these people look a little humans. And we're like, guys, we're not humans. And then we tear off our faces, and then everyone and that's starts. That's when the horror starts. Everyone starts freaking out because there's worms crawl. There's worms what? and bugs crawling around. Well, and hey, it's scarecrows 100%, made of hay. You're right. And it's ticks, just you don't think about it. Yeah, you tear, you're like, ah, oh, guys, don't worry, and, and and trying to comfort them. Don't worry, I'm not a human. Rip your face off, and it's just worms crawling around. Oh my god! <laughs> the horror. <laughs> that is when you scare them all, and you're like, guys, no, I'm only here to scare crows, all right? I'm here to have a good time and drink, okay? Now, where's the moonshine? And then you drink with all the animals. Then you drink with all the animals, and then you almost got a Saturday Night Fever thing going on. No, what, what is Saturday Night Fever? It's, uh, it's a... It's uh, a disco movie. Yeah, it's a disco movie I with John like, Travolta. Yeah, and it, uh, Scarecrows, I think it's more of a honky-tonk type thing. Oh, you think it's more like a... What's the movie where the guy, the girl dances on the bar? So, some sort of it's like Roadhouse, Roadhouse or something. Maybe I've never seen Roadhouse. Yeah, I me. Mean, it's not really your vibe, or mine. That's why I don't know the name of it. That's sort of so. Yeah, we 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 get this. Yeah, we have this whole saloon. I think you're right. There's a saloon. There's there's a whole band playing. There's a there's a guy with a fiddle. They're playing Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's almost like yeah. I think you're right. Honky tonk. 
It's a honky tonk. And you know what? And then crows walk in, and then quiet. Like a record scratch. Yeah, like a record scratch, except a southern record scratch. Uh, Which is a fiddle string break. Yeah, a rural that record scratch. That is the equivalent. A record scratch in a, in middle America is just a fiddle string breaking. And you can hear it's like, bing, bing. And then, these, and then these crows walk in with zoot suits and hats and ties. I think that is a crow's whole identity. But And, and now we've become inundated such to the, the friendship of the animals. Or I say inundated all the time. We've become friends with the animals. Isn't that just an easier way to say yeah. that? And um, so they're like, oh, shit. We kind of got to back up our boys. Exactly. Two scarecrows. And so they want us to start running rum for them. The crows? The crows do. Do you think they're rum runners? I do. Yeah, I like them. I think, but they're from the big city. They're like Alcacrow. Alcropone. And they're like, they're speaking like Italians. They're like, hey, it's me, Alcropone. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You get Alcropone, and he walks in, and he's trying to get us to rum run. And he goes, you guys would be perfect because you guys don't have any Because you guys can drive a car. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> you guys got hands. You got hands and feet. But you guys are idiots. And they think we're dumb. Well, we are dumb. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? We have no brains. Well, it's also because we never went to school. Yeah, we never went to Harvard. This, like, we talk about... Crows get a free education just by sitting on a stoop. You know what I mean? Oh, you yeah. learn a lot as a crow. Sitting in a field, you don't learn anything. No. You kind of only... You don't even exposed to information. Well, there's not even a public school nearby. Right. Even if there was, we couldn't go to it because we're filled with hay. <laughs> We'd walk in and I mean, like, it's ah! imagine the enrollment process of trying to get a like if I if I was a forty year old man, right? Yeah. Which one day I probably will be. And I took in a scarecrow into a school and I said, Hey, I want to sign my boy up for some classes. <laughs> They'd probably call the cops. And then and like, I insist, I keep insisting that this is a living man. And then the scarecrow boy. actually walks into the first day of school with these like second grade kids and they're like, Oh my god, ah, oh, it's somebody dressed up as a scarecrow. And then and you it's go me in the roof with doing a marionette puppet where I'm running in by strings. Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking you even go, like, don't worry, kids, I'm not a man, and then you tear off your face again and and, and it's all worms start crawling out, and it just makes it ten times worse. Or you take it off, and it's it's a little boy's face. Yeah, right. That you've either taken, or it's a little boy dressed up as a scarecrow costume. Because that'd be crazy too. Just if a little boy's face was behind a scarecrow's <laughs> face, you're like, holy shit, what is going on? What is it? And he sits. You <laughs> had to go to school every day dressed in a scarecrow. That'd be something that a little boy would do. Because some little boys are weird, where they like need to like like wear like a like a cowboy outfit every day to school, and yeah. their parents will just let them do it. And I think that especially yeah, especially when you're young, it's like I want to dress up as some sort of crazy thing. You know what I mean? That's because Brooks Brothers doesn't make Oxford shirts for children, and I keep asking and begging so the kids don't dress as Spider Man to go to school. I want them to. I want them in a three piece suit. I want. I children should be dressed as if they're going to Lehman Brothers on a Tuesday morning. That's right. I want them to be a broker. I want them to be looking at investments. I want them to be either looking at investments or, or property or um, rich people like the opera <laughs> so they could be watching opera. In fact, every single channel on our TV is going to be blocked except for CNBC. Oh, yeah. And it's just Market Watch. Yeah, it's CNBC Market Watch. I've actually always – so I, whenever I see CNBC, I really – and it's just the – people i just really wouldn't get along with on there you know what i mean no yeah. i'd never watch cnbc i'm like those are like i wouldn't mind grabbing a drink with them i think that they cnbc should hire me 
as like the man of the people and I can get people excited about the accessibility of stocks. <laughs> they want you to be the color you want them to hire you as the color commentator. Well, also on CNBC, they've been showing so much stuff about memes and like the internet and like you know cuz the meme stock stuff when the yeah. GameStop went up and AMC and all that stuff. Uh I would like to be their people who I, I'm the voice of the people. I'm like, you know, this is just what the internet's about. You know, and I just I dress hip, and they're all dressed in suits, and I say slang words. And, and you know what I mean? I'm 25. I don't really know what the slang words are right now, but I say I learn them. I go to the schools, right? I go to elementary, yeah, yeah. Pub, I go to public schools, <laughs> and I ask kids to teach me about the words. And you dress and up as a scarecrow. That, and I'm dressed as a scarecrow, and then I take that to CNBC, and I ask them, "Hey, put me on the air. I got a list of words that I think are going to be more accessible to your audience." And I would love to teach them a little bit more about how to invest their money in the American people. You know, there's something even I think even more crazy about like like a scarecrow with a human soul in it is creepy. But a man who dresses up as a scarecrow every day and goes on CNBC is a nightmare. <laughs> it's like, what is this guy doing? And you're learning the thing is all your all your stuff is doing is figuring out like how the kids are speaking. Yeah. So you can get kids involved, but you're learning what the stocks, stocks are, are on yeah. I, on air. And I like the idea that they just treat me like any other person. Like, it's just, hey, we're going to go to Patrick Murphy. He's our youth correspondent, and he's going to teach us a little bit more about what it means to be a day trader. Or something, yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's, it just pans over to me sitting at the table dressed full-blown in a scarecrow <laughs> but costume. When you say that, I imagine hay is wrapped around your face. It's just your face in the middle of the Oh, hay. so it's not even like I'm wearing a, a sack, like a no, corn sack. It's like, it's just my face covered in hay. Well, it's, I imagine like, like you know when people put on those puffy jackets and they put the hood yep, up? Yep, yep, And like, their, you can only see their face. Like the hood's kind of tight yeah, on their yeah, face. Yeah. That's what I imagine, except it's hay and then like a farmer's hat on top. Yeah, yeah, so dude, yes, yeah. <laughs> and then like a flannel and suspenders down under. Yeah, so your cheeks are a little bit pressed together. And I'm wearing like the most ridiculous uh, red blush on my cheeks. Like I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Scarecrows have like this red, the red circles. Yeah. Like, uh, who's the Annie and the boy? No, Raggedy the Ann. Raggedy Ann. It's like that. But they do this insane like long eyelashes and like dark red spots on my cheeks. <laughs> like this jarring makeup. And, you're just and I'm just talking to CNBC. And you're like, you can't move your neck because all the hay. You have to move your body. Right. It's like this hay is is it's a, almost a crown or a, a torture device used to compel me to t- talk to the American people about stocks. Yeah, you're sitting there and you're like you're like, "What's going on, kids? We're going to have some groovy time with the stocks today." Yeah. I uh, uh and man, we went through a lot. We got those crows who were running rum. <laughs> well, I there it's like we talked about with Noah's Ark, like there's animals that have jobs, right? Yeah. Not actually. They used to when pigeons would do the mail and then go postal <laughs> and kill a bunch of people. Yeah. But, like, pigeons used to do the mail. Um, horses used to do the mail. Who else? Did, did any other? Oh, uh, monkeys were musicians. Yeah. And fleas used to run the circus. And but even further than that, there's animals that you look at and you're like, oh, that would be that type of job. Like you look at a, uh, I think you look at a, you know, a monkey would be a great firefighter. No, are you kidding me? Yeah. An elephant would be a great firefighter. Uh, and then you look at maybe a, a bird would be a great um, mime. <laughs> 
A seal would be a great volleyball player. Exactly. So you look at these animals, you're like, they have jobs. Crows are the rum runners of America, Central America. We're talking about 1920s right. rum running. That's why they were in zoot suits. Yeah, straight from the city. And so now they want us to rum run, but you know what? We already have a job with CNBC. Right. So Conflict of interest. Well, that yeah, that's so why I get them to IPO. <laughs> we get them to IPO. We now have a Jim Bean situation, or maybe like a Jack Daniel situation. Right, where we are now creating a market for... Uh, what was once illegal, the Kennedys, right? The Kennedys. Yeah, I the mean, Kennedys shit. were rum runners, right? And they cursed themselves, apparently. Yeah, by running rum. By running rum. You know who they, cursed them? Billy Holiday. No, not Billy Holiday. Uh, who? The guy who died in the plane crash? No, no. What, what was his name? Uh, this is an episode full of what's this and what's that? Chicago, <laughs> Chicago, a toddler in town. They bet the. Billy, the, I think it might be Billy, Billy Holiday. Holiday. Someone, someone with the last name Holiday yeah. was this infamous like preacher. I- Idol Holiday. So I don't know. Billy Idol what, was this. He, he was this inf- inf- like famous preacher here that was like notoriously pro prohibition. Okay. And he like he came to Chicago to enforce prohibition, but you know Chicago was like the worst place to try to enforce prohibition. Like the so many speakeasies were here. Yeah, Chicago people like to drink. Straight up, period. That's why I moved here. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I can't even imagine what it was like in the 1920s, especially for a scarecrow. Those people didn't have knees oh or my. brains. Well, that's what – so we got these we got these crows. We give them we give them money. There we is something comedic – sorry. Yeah, I, one second. There's something so comedic about two scarecrows driving a car. <laughs> I, that should be in a silent film. That, in the shot in black and white, two scarecrows trying to drive a car. That is – Awesome. That's goofy. That's goofy. not only goofy. That's smart comedy. That's like some smart. That that'll make people joke. think that you you see two. What's the metaphor? And sometimes with comedy or anything, you don't even have to no, give so, it meaning. People are just are like, what does this mean? People just take meaning from it. They try to make meaning out of it. So you watch an hour long. I've always uh, you watch an hour long movie of two scarecrows trying to drive a car. I mean, you're going to have to think to yourself, well, what the hell was that for? <laughs> well, well, we're reti- and people will gain meaning from it. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying, right? We're working for CNBC. We have money now because we're a correspondent, right? Yeah. We're, we're correspondents on like a big the stock show. We give our, we invest in this distillery with these crows. All of a sudden, these crows are now cursed because they're running for office. They're now in office. They're now a big... Oh, we make the crows the Kennedys. We make the crows the Kennedys. They're cursed now, and now they're all going to die. And now all their sons are dead. And guess what? We win because we're scarecrows. That's our ultimate go goal. We get rid of the crows by cursing them through investing in them through business. Give them the Kennedy curse. That's the Yeah, that's the true curse. <laughs> IPOing too early. <laughs> that's it. Um, but... My only thing is, Michael, I'm sorry, not my only thing, my biggest thing. You know these families like the Rockefellers and the Carnegies and stuff? Yeah. And how they're still around? Yeah. What's up with their kids now? Like, the Car- the Rockefellers that are, like, our age, like, are they just puds? Are they not really doing anything? I think they might be singers in alt bands up in New York. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> or, like, they run an art show out of some warehouse. Yeah, they're they're not necessarily working, like, real jobs. Okay. Do you think they still have money around? Oh, yeah, of course they do. Really? I mean, the, the reason why they stayed rich so long was because they probably invested it for a while. Yeah, that's true. Like, that would be a pity if you knew... Like, if I knew my family was rich, 
a hundred years ago and I wasn't, I'd be like, God damn, those mother, those goddamn, you know what I mean? They ruined it for me. I could have been rich. Well, that's what happened with my family. Really? We owned a we owned a big. Gross... You should have said, "God damn you, God damn you." Family. Well, we, I'm more cursed at the mafia because it was the mafia that took the the business away from us. Oh, what was it? It was like this big grocery and beer chain here in Chicago. Really? Yeah. You could have been a true king of Chicago. I could have been a king of the produce. Wow, man! Like Jewel Osco? Yeah. But what it... if you're like? Yes, it was Jewel Osco. It was no, it wasn't Jewel Osco. <laughs> the the mob actually ran it into the ground. Really? Yeah. That's because they're poor businessmen. Yeah, they're terrible businessmen. That's because they never listen to their conciliaries. No, <laughs> they never really listen. They love to listen to their conciliaries or their consumers, and that's what makes them poor businessmen. A hundred percent. And you know what? I I may no longer be king of the produce, but I'm at least I'm still king of the corn. You don't know anything about corn. But I'm a scarecrow. Oh, in the hypothetical. Yeah. You as a human person, you still are kind of the king of the produce. Yeah. You always got that Capicola, baby. <laughs> produce of the Italians. That is produce of the Italians. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to Survival Guide. We'll have another one out next week, so check it out. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Our Twitter is at Survival Guide Pod, and our Instagram is Survival Guide Podcast. Super fun.